Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 7th of February. Parliament proceedings again began on a stormy note on Tuesday as the opposition continued with its demand for a JPC probe into allegations against the Anani group. The Lok Sabha took up the discussion on the motion of thanks on the President's address with the question hour and ministers laying papers on the table of the House. During his response to the President's speech, Congress MP Rahul Gandhi criticised the Modi government over the Agnivir programme, stating that it will impact the Indian military. He said it was the RSS idea and not the army's. He also hit out at the government over the Adani controversy, claiming that the billionaire got contracts in countries visited by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. He said, and I quote, Adaniji never fails in any business he ventures into. Solar energy, wind energy. During my yatra, people asked me how Adani attains such success in so many sectors. What is his relationship with the Prime Minister? Union Law Minister Kiran Rijiju hit back. The minister said, and I quote, Do not level vile allegations. Give proof. You are now a senior MP. You should speak with responsibility. We expect you to be serious in Parliament. You can say whatever you want outside. Unquote. Meanwhile, ahead of the proceedings in the Rajya Sabha, leader of the opposition Malikarjun Kharke called a meeting with the opposition leaders to discuss the strategy. Kharke stated that the opposition is ready to discuss the allegations against the Adani group if the government accepts a demand for a probe. The Rajya Sabha was adjourned for an hour due to the opposition's protest. Congress MP Ranjit Ranjan proposed a suspension of business to discuss investment by LIC, public sector banks and financial institutions in companies losing market value. PRS MP K. K. Shavrao also sought to discuss the Hindenburg report. Both the houses paid tribute to the victims of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. The Supreme Court has dismissed a plea challenging the appointment of Advocate L. Victoria Gauri as an additional judge of the Madras High Court. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and B. R. Gawai said, the issue is pertained to suitability, which is a subjective assessment, and the court will not be able to examine it. The bench said the collegium must have considered all material against Gauri and the top court would not interfere with its decision at this stage. The plea was filed by lawyers from Madras High Court. They alleged that Gauri exhibited strong prejudice against citizens on the basis of their religious identity. Senior advocate Raju Ramachandran argued that Gauri's eligibility for the post of a High Court judge had been impacted by her statements in the public domain and that many of her statements amounted to hate speech. However, the bench said that the collegium must have analysed the material and that passing a judicial order now would amount to going against the collegium's wisdom. The court also noted that the present appointment was only as an additional judge. It said the collegium could reconsider its decision and not make her a permanent judge after her tenure as an additional judge was over. Gauri's elevation sparked discussions in legal circles and on social media about her credentials and her alleged affiliation to the BJP. Rana Ayub's petition against a summons issued to her by a Ghaziabad court in a PMLA case has been dismissed by the Supreme Court. The court said, The trial can decide where the alleged offence of money laundering took place as a question of fact. A bench of justices V. Rama Subramanian and J.B. Pardewala allowed Ayub to raise the matter before the special CBI court in Ghaziabad. The court had earlier reserved its judgment on Ayub's petition. On 25th January, it had asked the special court in Ghaziabad to adjourn the proceedings against the journalist until the top court decides the matter. The top court had said its request to defer the hearing in Ghaziabad did not reflect the merit of the case and was only a decision taken due to lack of time. In October last year, the Enforcement Directorate had filed a complaint against the journalist at the Ghaziabad court over alleged violations in raising funds for COVID relief. 
The central agency had previously locked Ayub's assets worth over rupees 1.77 crore. Ayub, who writes for influential international news platforms such as Washington Post and is often critical of the Narendra Modi government, has been under investigation since he was named in an FIR in 2021 for allegedly raising money for a charity but using it herself. In March last year, the journalist was stopped from flying out to London after she received summons from the ED. Listeners, a 32-year-old man from Gandhinagar recently lost his life while attempting to cross the border to US. But he is just one of the many victims of the dangerous world of illegal immigration. Our new NL Sena series, Ways to Disappear, will look at the hidden camps run by touts and try to uncover the truth behind the American dreams which have fatal consequences. Contribute to this NL Sena project to help us tell the story. We bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got a back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Delhi police has moved the Delhi High Court to challenge a trial court's order discharging 11 persons in the 2019 Jamia violence case. Among those discharged were Sharjil Imam, Safura Zarkar, and Asif Iqbal Tana. The police had accused these individuals of being involved in rioting and unlawful assembly outside the university during the CEA protest in 2019. However, after reviewing the case, the additional sessions judge Arul Verma only framed charges against one person and discharged the others. Judge Verma was highly critical of the Delhi police in his rulings, calling the charge sheet ill-conceived and lacking irrefragable evidence. The court went on to say that the police failed to catch the actual perpetrators. It said that the police chose to make some people from the crowd accused and others as witnesses. The judge also emphasized that dissent is a fundamental right and should be given a space. He said that the investigative agencies must be able to distinguish between dissent and insurrection, and while the latter must be stopped, the former should be allowed to exist. Heart-wrenching news continues to come out of Turkey and Syria following a 7.8 magnitude earthquake early Monday morning. The earthquake has left over 4800 people dead and many more injured with thousands of buildings collapsed. Rescue teams are racing against time to save those trapped under debris. In northern Syria, the situation is especially dire as the earthquake hit the war-torn city of Aleppo, which was already grappling with a critical situation. The city and its surrounding areas were already facing a critical humanitarian situation including cholera outbreak, freezing weather and crumbling infrastructure. The earthquake has added to the crisis with over 1400 reported deaths and families still trapped under the rubble. The region is home to millions of refugees who have been displaced by the civil war and the situation is being described as a crisis within a crisis within a crisis. It may take some time for aid to arrive in northwestern Syria with only one small crossing on the Turkish border available to transport resources to opposition held areas. The scale of destruction is so vast that all of the country's emergency services including the army and student volunteers have been made available in government controlled areas but it may not be enough to deal with the situation. Meanwhile, 45 countries have offered help including India, the United States, Britain and the United Arab Emirates. Pakistan Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif has given the green light for Wikipedia to be unblocked in the country. Pakistan's telecommunication watchdog had banned the website for failing to remove content that was deemed offensive and blasphemous. Pakistan's Minister of Information and Broadcasting Maryam Aurangzeb shared the Prime Minister's order on Twitter. She said and I quote, "The Prime Minister is happy to direct that the website may be restored immediately." unquote. 
She also announced that the Prime Minister has established a cabinet committee to address matters related to Wikipedia and other online content. Wikipedia is a free online encyclopedia created and edited by volunteers from around the world and hosted by Wikimedia Foundation. The Pakistan Telecommunication Authority had blocked the website after it ignored a 48-hour deadline to remove content deemed offensive. It's worth noting that social media giants Facebook and YouTube have been blocked in the past for similar reasons in Pakistan. The country also blocked TikTok several times in the recent years for failing to remove indecent content. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.